Well, it's a beautiful uh, day here down on the peninsula. We're at Bonio, perhaps not the more well-known locations down here, but it's certainly well-known for a great racing family here in Victoria, the Weymouths, and, of course, uh, veteran rider Debbie Weymouth returning to riding recently. Of course, her daughter, Rebecca, in charge, I guess you could say, almost of the stables here. Beck, great to meet you and to be here on site. We'll have a chat to Mum in just a moment, but... What a beautiful place to uh, work your horses and to base your stable. Yeah, look, it's fantastic down here. It's um, lovely and relaxed, as you can see, and lovely, nice uh, environment for the horses. And I think that's, you know, one of our one of our assets and why our horses um, can go to the races and perform well. Well, I live about an hour away where suburbia is, but even down this side of town, people more so know of Rosebud, uh, I guess the Freedman's made St Andrews a bit of a well-known location. Bonio is not as prominent in name, and in fact most of us would have to put on Google Maps just to make sure we know where it is. Yeah, look, 100%. Um, back in the day we were Rosebud South, but um, it's quite a unique little area, like sort of five minutes up the road you had um, Jim Hallahan's place, which um, would be Fingal, and then, you know, Five minutes from here, you've got um, Friedman's establishment, which was St Andrews. So, yeah, look, uh, same umbrella, different brand, I guess. And I'm imagining it's very hard to find land down here. Property is booming. I'm not sure how far suburbia is encroaching, uh, but in terms of uh, neighbours or people that are still training horses down here, is that low in number? Yeah, look, when I first started training, there's probably sort of four trainers down this area, and I think I'd be the only one now um, down sort of this far on the peninsula. So obviously most of the training down here is done at Mornington now. Well, Deb, uh, first question about how you are, and I guess if we ask any rider um, how they are these days, they'd say a bit sore and sorry and aching. That comes with the territory, but as we know, you had that horrific fall and you returned to racing a few weeks ago. So how are you? No, I'm 100% now. Yeah, all good. Um, considering all my uh, injuries, um, yeah, now I'm fighting fit. Um, I think broken ribs, jaws, cheekbones. Um, I have to. You were carried out here by a few men just to chat to me. No, that's not true. You you look as bright as a daisy. But um, so the injuries have all healed, and and in general, everything is okay. Yeah, the in- injuries are all healed. Um, I had to get a go through and get a medical before I was allowed to ride again, and I passed that with flying colours. And um, yeah, all the doctors were just amazed with how quick I mended. Do you recall anything on that day, or do you have to be told by Beck and others about what they saw, the transportation, being in a, a, a helicopter, going to the Alfred and so on? Do you remember much at all? I don't remember any of that. The last thing I remember was um, going along the back straight, and that was it. Right. Have you had many falls in your career? No, I haven't. I've been riding for 48 years, and um, this is this is it. <laughs> yeah, unbelievable to go out the way it, it happened. <laughs> and um, how was it returning to riding a few weeks ago? Was it just like hopping back on a bike? Was there any nervousness was it more so once the race got underway it was just like any other ride that you've ridden over the years or was it different no it wasn't different it was just the same um i'm a very positive person and uh, everybody goes oh are you nervous are you nervous no i wasn't nervous and i rode in trials before the race and um no everything was good
Right. One criticism. Did you come back too late for this year's picnic premiership? Or Yeah, sure was. Um, the horses that Beck and I had, um, we had to turn them out. And, um, yeah, like th- three months out of the picnic season, uh, you might as well pack up. <laughs> Beck, it sounds as though, in a strange way, it was worse for yourself and other members of the family while your mum was, you know, out to the world and not knowing what was going on. How, how, how do you remember what happened on the day and since? Yeah, look, um, I remember sort of every, every really detail. Um, the horse, he'd sort of was just starting to work back into the race. He's, he's a big dumb bugger um, and he sort of just lost his ground going up the hill and then was working back into the race coming into the home turn. And then um, I sort of I had my binoculars on the horse and I sort of seen him fall and then I heard... Adam Oslansky say that Waldock had fallen and um, the young strapper was with me was quick go go and I was like if I go now I'm going to get run over by the rest of the field so obviously waited for the horses to pass and then run run down the straight and sort of got to mum and she was um, unconscious at that stage she was just starting to come back and um, you know sort of family rule is when you sort of come off get up on your feet straight away and I knew when she hadn't sort of got up to her feet that we were in a bit of strife but um, look just very thankful that the um, paramedics and everything were there and she received the best treatment she could possibly receive on the day and I think that probably went a long way to her recovery they were very quick to call the air ambulance and it, it uh, helicopter come very quick and got her to hospital and then she was in the best hands that she could be in so look it was a hard time for us because um, everything was out of our control um, so it was just, you know, the waiting game. And if you know anyone in racing, uh, waiting's the hardest thing. So, um, yeah, look, we can, um, you know, we, we got through it and, you know, everything's onwards and upwards now. You're with Andrew Hughes. We're on site here at Bonio, the beautiful property of the Weymouths and so many years now entrenched in racing in this state and this country, having a chat to Beck and, of course, her mother, Debbie, who's certainly one of the... Uh, Veterans, experienced riders, one of the champions of uh, picnic racing in recent years. So, Beck, I know what your answer will be. I know what the racing industry's answer would be, but it might be different to the nurses and doctors that were there at the Alfred when they said, would she ride again? Do you think they would have imagined that we'd be chatting here now a few weeks after your mum returned to riding at Balnowring? No, not at all. Um, even when they sort of started to go through our injuries, they were like, oh, look, we've got a fracture in a vertebrae. And I said, oh, don't worry about it. It'll be an old one. So I'm like, no, no, we need to investigate. And I said, I'm pretty sure it'll be an old one because when mum had sort of come to, they'd examined her and she hadn't complained of any back pain. And, um, yeah, look, unfortunately, when you ride, you end up with a few little knocks. So um, I knew she'd be pretty determined to, to get back out there. And even in her recovery, I think she was only home two days and I found her down the front, given the horse that she'd come off on a bit of a pat. So she was up and moving as much as she could. And I think positive attitude and sort of just doing as much as you can without setting yourself back in recovery certainly helped her along the way. But yeah, no, I think the, even the doctor that we went and seen after four weeks couldn't believe that that was the case. Debbie, uh, in terms of, um, you mentioned the test you had to go through to be allowed to ride again. Uh, don't take this the wrong way. Was it a harder test run from stewards and doctors being 66 than it would be if you're 26, or is it all the same? No, it's all the same. They're not like that. Um, uh, Gary Zinnerman, he's a fantastic doc- doctor, and, um, yeah, no, he said I was all good to ride, so, yeah, it was just, yeah, terrific. So you returned pretty much in the last week or two of the picnic season. Um, some would say, was it important to get back, ride again, so that you could say, I've ridden again, and then reappraise things for next season? Or 
was a totally irrelevant and at this stage it was just another meeting and you press on to next season? Yeah, no, I've, I was always going to ride next season. Um, I just wanted to get out there and ride again and um, look forward to next season. That is a big sign on the top of your shirt there. Please don't ask me if I'm riding in next season, but everyone does. Everyone says that. So how do you put up with the, the people saying, oh, Deb, are you going to keep riding? Why you keep riding? Or, or do they understand? Because there would be a chorus of people saying, oh, you're going around again. Yeah, that's right. Um, but they don't understand my lifestyle. They don't understand uh, how fit I am. And, um, yeah, people say, oh, you're going to go around again. But... I start work here, um, when we go to the track, we're up at 2 o'clock um, to put the horses on the track and get them ready when we get up there and that. And I've done it all my life and I ride track work and I put the work in on um, the horses. So um, it's just natural that I want to ride them, in, you know, at the picnics when I can. You love the picnics. It's amazing how far picnic racing has come. It's always been... Um, promoted as racing how it was, the, the quaintness, the, the connection to the, the public. For many people, picnic racing, for a lot of people, is the only meetings they go to. They don't go to Flemington. They don't go to Caulfield. They go to their local picnic track, and that, to them, is their Melbourne Cup. Um, it's such, such a special thing, isn't it, picnic racing per se? Yeah, I think it is. Um, it's more uh, friendly, it's social, and it's more about the family, um, and there's lots for the kids to do and um, yeah the picnics are, are laid back uh, not like Flemington and that and um, people seem to enjoy themselves more. So aside from picnics going back many many years ago for those that don't know Debbie Weymouth what would be the highlights of your career going through the years when you're riding at the professionals and I guess bigger cards and so on? Yeah well we were allowed to ride at um, the likes of Mornington Cranbourne, Mowie, Mooney Valley. That was a real big hit, um, being able to ride at Mooney Valley. Um, and I rode for my uh, for Robert's father at Mooney Valley a couple of times, so that was really good. Uh, never won. Ran a couple of places for him. But, um, yeah, no riding at, at, at the um, professionals was really great. And with so many years as a rider... Um, what do you believe Debbie Weymouth has in terms of experience, knowledge of racing, that when you, you sit on a horse that you feel fairly confident that you have, in some cases, advantages over some of the young bucks starting out? I think you have to be patient. Patience uh, is a virtue and um, you have to be confident in the um, decisions you make. We're chatting to Debbie Weymouth and Beck Weymouth at their property down here at Bonio. Um Beck, uh, your mum is just, it's an inspiration, but it just throws out the window anyway, suggesting that she's not riding again. It's just measured, confidence, um, professional in her approach. Um, it's just as though the fall, for one of a, I don't want to underplay it, was just a hiccup and we move on. Yeah, look, 100%. Um, and I, I think that's probably how you have to approach it. Like, it was out of her hands. It wasn't um, a skill error on, on her behalf. It was just you know a careless riding incident and that's what it was and um you know we like you said we just refocus and move on now um you know she's proven how determined she is to get back out there and um yeah we're really looking forward to next season and enjoying a hopefully a trouble-free season
We know in the last couple of years the pandemic and restrictions hit picnic racing to a point, delayed starts, meetings lost, but gee, the resilience it's shown, the crowds, the nominations. I chat to so many race clubs and sometimes they actually get excited when they talk about having emergencies. It's, it's a bit weird, but they, they have so many nominations. It's just quite fantastic how picnic racing has gone. We have a few of the regulars come along to the RSN studios from time to time. We have a bit of a chat and we talk about positives and negatives. And there were over recent years worries that with increased prize money that sometimes the bigger tra uh, trainers would use picnics as paid trials and so on. But it seems to have found a balance. What's your view on the state of picnic racing? Yeah, look, I, I think it's very healthy at the moment. I think the field sizes are good. And, and like you said, the clubs are getting excited when they've got the um, the emergencies. And look, I think um, it definitely has found its balance. And you're always going to get the the higher class trainers maybe send one or two particularly you'll find that happens around um, yielding time because you know they might have a client that's got a uh, a young horse that's not quite making mustard but if it can win a race then it obviously updates the pedigree which means that they'll get more for their progeny at the sale so it does seem to happen a little bit around that time but I think all in all um, you know picking racing in Victoria is in a very very healthy um, very healthy manner at the moment. I guess all trainers want more horses and more people on board how strong is your stable at the moment? Where do you hope it goes to? I think we're trying to set up a chance to come down here. I think you were at the sales the other day and so on. So where do you see Weymouth Racing at the moment? Where do you want to head to? Yeah, look, we've got a lot of young horses at the moment. Um, so, look, the future is quite bright. We've sort of got, um, you know, four unraced two-year-olds, and I think we've got four unraced three-year-olds, and I think we've only got a couple that have raced. So, um, you know, we've been working hard behind the scenes, and hopefully we'll reap the rewards. I know Debbie's getting all the accolades at the moment, but there's a dad here, there's a brother here, so it's a big family operation. Tell us about all of the people kicking in to help this operation. Yeah, no, like you said, it's definitely a family operation. Dad does all the maintenance and he's the go-to man for all that kind of stuff. So, um, yeah, he definitely plays a really big role. And obviously Rowan, um, you know, he used to be a jump jockey and an apprentice jockey. So he um, does a lot of the um, – well, he does all the breaking in and helps us out if we get a difficult horse. So, no, look, it's definitely um, it's definitely certainly not a one-person one operation. It's all hands on deck and everyone gets in and chips out. And, um, yeah, that, that's what makes it work, I guess. And I think you've put on someone on staff here that – does social media as well. It's amazing how stables have moved on in terms of uh, owners and those in syndicates want to know information about uh, horses and keep up to date. It's, it's really taking um, operations like yours into the next century. Yeah, look, it does. It just, um, yeah, yeah. Cheryl's great. She just um, chips in and helps out when I need her with sort of owner communications. And some days, you know, the day can run away from you when you're out working. Like you've seen today, we've sort of just had the vet just leave. I've had a horse delivered. We've got the farrier here. Um, you can sort of not get out your owner updates in in a as timely manner as you'd like. And um, so to have someone just to chip in and help out is is really useful. You mentioned the vet. You're a qualified what animal physio physiology is it you're you're a, a scientist or a chemist um you're very qualified do you have to bite your tongue at times uh, as i said you've got a lot of expertise in that mind oh no look um it's good it's um everyone's working towards the same cause so and that's obviously to get the horse who's the athlete to perform to their best so um you know different ideas aren't always bad um, so it's good to be nice and open and, um, you know, that's one thing that I always remember that my grandfather taught me is just because someone's got a different way of doing things doesn't mean that it's wrong. So it's always nice to have an open mind and to take other people's opinions on board. But then you also got to back your own judgment. And if you think that your way is going to be better, then you've got to be able to back yourself.
myself to pull it off. So, no, look, it's good. I um, I really enjoy working with, you know, the team of therapists I have, whether it be my myotherapist or, or the vets or the farrier. Um, it's, it's good to have a little bit of input, and, you know, because in the end, like I said, we're all just trying to achieve that one result. I was sent on side of Bonio with the Weymouth. So, Beck, we might have to ask you, but Deb, are you aware of how big you are in Japan? I mean, this is quite an amazing little side story here. We talk about the quaintness of picnic racing at Wollamai and Balnaring. And Beck was telling me before I arrived that you've become a bit of a cult hero in Japan. Is that true? Oh, so, <laughs> so they tell me, yeah. Um, they come up and wanted to do an interview at Balnaring the other day and... I was just staggered. Um, they said that um, their followers wanted to know how I was getting on in that. And, um, yeah, I couldn't believe it. Well, Beck, can you explain why your mum is uh, such a well-known figure in in Japan? Um, well, probably a couple of years ago, she wrote a double at Willamai and um, a couple of the... Uh, the racing people from Japan were over and they actually got her for a quick interview then. And I think they really sort of just followed her from then. But no, look, it's fantastic. Do you like Japanese food? I like Japanese curry and sushi and that. Do you, Deb? I love it. <laughs> there you go. You're with things. Look, fantastic. Um, it's many months, of course, until the next picnic season is with us. Uh, but for you, Deb, the, the next few months will be up at 2am working the horses, riding them. Where do you actually ride them here? Because... We might mention the, the properties of the Freedmans and the Hawks and others that have been down this way, but you don't actually have a track on site. Where do you do the horses' work? Um, we've just got a small track here, and uh, we also do road work. But, most, uh, you know, it's mainly done at Mornington, or um, we swim a lot, so, yeah. And all the picnic people that are listening, what do you want to say to them about all the response and talk and feedback and messages they've had I guess it's impossible to be in touch with all of them but the picnic season now is finished but I'm sure so many people were wrapped to see you there a few weeks ago what do you want to say to them I just like to thank all the support uh, the supporters and uh, for all the support that they um, gave me um, there were so many text messages and that and I was just o overwhelmed by it all and um, I didn't realise so many people um, supported me. And have you got the calendar? Has it been released yet? Do you know the date of race one for the next picnic season where it'll be? Or normally Alexander, isn't it? Or... I'm not quite sure, but I would definitely be at Belnaring. Fantastic. And Beck, great to chat to you about your mum. Um, are you amazed too at, at the goodwill and the, the amazing attention that she received? I mean, she's been around a while, but so many more people know of her now in the last month or two. Yeah, look, yeah, no, look, as a family, we've um, been, you know, just really humbled by the support from everyone. Um, yeah, it was it was really good, and it was, like I said, it was quite humbling to know that everyone was out there um, and had her in, her in in their best wishes. We know you've got a website that has information on horses that you have that are available to be syndicated. It does keep progress of all of those um, people here at the stable. Thanks for inviting me down. Great to chat to you, to meet to you and uh, have a chat about your mum and your operation. All the best going forward, Beck. Yeah, great. Thank you very much.